This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Happy! Day to you, North America. The mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour satellite soiree. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York, broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Harrisburg to Houston. Kalamazoo and Waterloo, we are on the air. Hey, listening, D.A., everything we saying, D.A., everything. How we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. You have joined us. You have boarded the DA on a Trash Tuesday. What is it that's bugging you? We'll list them throughout the morning. We'll do our trashes in hour number four. But all throughout the day, whatever it is that's stuck in your craw, We'll get to here on the show, either via Twitter or on the phones. This hour and 20-minute sound check. In 40 minutes, can the Ravens survive without J.K. Dobbins? And later on in the show, hour three, Peter King, senior writer, NBC Sports, on the NFL weekend that was. And my guess is we'll also talk to him about what happened last night to wrap up the NFL weekend. We had so much action over the course of Thursday night, the defending Super Bowl champions going down to the Lions. That was a big talk topic. And then the Sunday happened, and we had contenders and maybe pretenders and some squads that had Super Bowl aspirations looking great, others looking like dog turds. And there was plenty to talk about. But really what everybody was looking forward to most was Aaron Rodgers' debut with the New York Jets. So much fanfare in the offseason, the darkness retreat, then the hard knocks and us taking kind of a glimpse behind the scene. And I mean, you you just, you hadn't felt like the Jets had those types of good vibes, I would argue, ever. Yeah, those Rex Ryan teams went to back-to-back AFC championship games, but Rex was... He was bombastic, and that team filled with veterans, and you kind of knew it was just a very brief moment in time, 
it was never a, wow, this squad's really one of the most talented teams in football, and they are, they're really feeling it. And this is a chance for Jets fans to dream dreams they've never had. I mean, honestly, unless you're over the age of 65, you don't really know what it's like to go into an NFL season and feel like we might have the best team in football. I mean, unless you grew up with Joe Namath's Jets of the late 60s and maybe a year or two in the early 70s, the Jets have been okay at times. They were pretty good in the early 80s and New York sack exchange days and pretty good in the mid-80s with some really high-flying offenses and pretty good in the 90s with a few wild-card berths and playoff berths. And they did go to an AFC Championship game with Bill Parcells, but you know, Vinny Testaverde was their quarterback and kind of a different era anyway. And now, you know, it's been a while since you really woke up as a Jets fan and had really true energy and optimism going into a season. So last night was so different. This year was so different. The Jets were at home, MetLife Stadium, the division leading Bills over the last couple of years in the building. And at the very least, even if the Jets lost last night, at least Jets fans would be treated to a game where they could finally watch a Hall of Fame quarterback do what he does and energize the rest of this team. And, of course, the narrative had become you know, if Rodgers can turn back the clock, the Jets have all of the talent everywhere else that it was legitimate to think Super Bowl. It was legitimate to think about a deep playoff run. And if you're just waking up with us now and don't know what happened in Monday Night Football last night, I don't even really know how to prepare you for this. My guess is most of you were watching, if not, most of you who weren't watching found out on social media or texts from your friends. My guess is all of you, if not every single one of you, has some sense that it didn't go great last night for Aaron Rodgers. But I wake up today and I have to say, I'm kind of at a loss of how to describe what we witnessed last night because there are moments there are incidents then there's the game outcome and that was a 16-16 game going into overtime which would suggest pretty boring bunch of field goals nothing really happened it was the most chaotic and yet most boring regulation of all time I couldn't believe how much had happened in a 16-16 game and yet how little had happened in a 16-16 game for those of you the few of you that don't know what happened Aaron Rodgers lasted four plays that's right four snaps before he injured his ankle and while some hoped at the time it was just a, an ankle sprain he could shake it off and maybe come back into the game. He was originally listed as questionable. Rodgers was quickly listed as out, never came back. And after the game, if not the worst realities confirmed, pretty close to it, Robert Sala came to the podium and said, it doesn't look good. It's an Achilles injury. Now, an Achilles injury is usually out for the year. We have to wait for confirmation on that, but... Could you imagine all of that, 
all of the hype, all of the talk, all of the conversation, all of the optimism, and Rodgers lasted four snaps before the season, his season's over, and now the Jets have to answer the question, what do you do now? And yet, you won last night? Again, we'll spend the better part of the entire show trying to make sense of last night, but it was one of the most devastating nights in Jets history that also ends with a dog pile in the end zone and their head coach running to the dog pile and the entire stadium going bonkers. It was just as bizarre, as bipolar as you could ever script that game. You just you couldn't believe it unless you saw it. And so we just begin here. The Jets may have won the game last night in incredibly dramatic fashion. A walk-off punt return touchdown in overtime? But is the season over? It is where we begin. You're cold open. Back to pass. Has time. Pressure coming. Here comes Leonard Floyd for the sack. He didn't let Rodgers get away that time. As the new addition to the Bills pass rush paying early dividends. And Rodgers gets up with a little bit of a limp, kind of favoring that left leg, it looked like. And the Bills now on three dropbacks by Rodgers have hit him three times, and now Rodgers going to go to the ground. He's now laying on his back on the field. Now he sits up on his butt, and he is injured here. I'll uh, deal with the quarterback real quick. Um, uh, concerned with his Achilles. Uh, MRI is probably going to confirm what we think is already going to happen, so prayers tonight, but it's not good. From the three, second down goal, Wilson under center. Looks at a four-man front for the Bills. The snap, the drop back, the side on throwing the end zone, bobbled, falling down. He caught it! Wilson caught it! Garrett Wilson caught it for a touchdown! Bobbling the ball, reels it in, falls on his back! I'm serious about the way I drill my, you know, finishing the catch. I'm serious about the way I go about practice and, and making all the catches in practice so that it translates to the game. And, and um, when your quarterback trusting you and puts the ball in there, you got to make the play. Here's the snap by Ferguson. Hold down. Kick is long enough. It's off the upright and through. It's good. We're tied at 16 with two seconds remaining. Tyler Bass puts everyone's heart in their throat, but it's good. And we're locked up at 16. Yeah, trying to force the ball. Um, <sighs> yeah, same sh- Same place, different day. Sam Martin to punt. Deep back the rookie Gibson. Under the ball, looking into the lights. Makes the catch against his chest, 35. Breaks the tackle, 40. Comes to the near side of the block with the 50. Down the near side, the 40. Room to run, 35-30. Got a block at this, 25 to 20. He goes inside the 15. Breaks the tackle, 5. Touchdown! Touchdown! The Jets have won! The Jets have won! It was like a roller coaster. Start, it was exciting. Then, you know, we fell behind. A-Rod got hurt. And after that, start going up here from there. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes! It's your cold open. Bills radio on the call. Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. You heard Robert Solid, Jets head coach, Garrett Wilson, Josh Allen, and Xavier Gibson. That was as mind-numbing a game as I remember watching 
because how often do you ever have simultaneously that being the Jets' worst win and the Bills' worst loss at the same time? I mean, yeah, you come out of this saying, all right, the Jets had a spirited win and they found a way to get it done and defense and special teams and just enough offense and the crowd roared and they had this exciting way to walk off the Bills, but ultimately the Super Bowl is gone already. That's it. I mean, if Zach Wilson's your guy, it is over. And so in the win, within four snaps, unless Rodgers can come back at the very end of this year, your season was over despite a miraculous win. And for the Bills... How about Josh Allen saying, same bleep, different day. It makes me sick. That's on me. Bad reads. I forced the football. Like, he didn't learn anything from the way last year ended. That he didn't learn anything from his previous mistakes. And that's got to be gut-wrenching if you're a Bills fan going, hey, you've you've got to grow out of this. Like, week one, and you're still doing the stuff, and you know you're making mistakes? Like, you just can't help yourself. You can't control it. The Bills part is a whole other part of this. But for the Jets, hey, I give them credit for fighting. The defense stood up. The defense created a lot of turnovers. And the special teams created the win. But there's just no way they go anywhere with Zach Wilson. There's just no way. There's no way. Once again... Zach looked a lot like last season where his reads were poor, his footwork was not great, he rushed the ball, not confident. I mean, there was nothing last night that I saw that I said, oh, that's a different Zach Wilson. Now, I know he was thrust into the action and he wasn't prepared probably mentally to be in there for the entire game. I mean, all eyes were on Aaron Rodgers' expectations, so maybe he settles down a little bit, but that's it. You're just... You're not going to win the Super Bowl with Zach Wilson under center. And it's just insane to think about that ending in four snaps. Now, we'll wait to see what the official word is sometime today, I assume, of whether the season is already over for Aaron Rodgers. But it really might be time for the Jets to start thinking about guys like Matt Ryan, who are in the broadcast booth, but maybe you can draw him out or others. I mean, they've already got odds in sports books about who the next Jets starting quarterback is. Nick Foles leads the way at 3-1. to one. Colt McCoy is 4-1. to one. And Taysom Hill, the greatest football player since Jim Thorpe, is at 5-1. to one. I mean, these are your options, and you had Super Bowl aspirations. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. I don't know. I don't know what to say besides, could you imagine being born into that as a Jets fan? Like, you just are not allowed to have good things. You're just not allowed. All of that for four snaps. Four freaking snaps. I'll tell you this. I may not be a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, but if that injury was caused by artificial turf, shame on the NFL and shame on Woody Johnson and John Mara and shame on the entire league for letting this stuff keep going to save a few bucks. I know it's not easy to upkeep a grass field at MetLife Stadium for two football teams, concerts, etc. But they did have a grass field back in Giant Stadium for a number of years with two teams playing. 
I'm sick to my stomach that guys' seasons are ended because we've got to deal with old tire rubber pellets instead of good old-fashioned green grass. Rogers' season feared over, and the Jets might be 1-0, but it's got to be the biggest sinking feeling 1-0 of all time. Here's your phone number, 855-212-4CBS, or on Twitter, DA on CBS. It just never ends. Okay, when we come back on this Trash Tuesday, we've got your sound check, your best audio of the day. And today's sound check includes Peyton Manning responding about Rodgers going out of the Manning cast last night and Mraz getting involved, throwing hands, the darkness erupting after the 40 to nothing drubbing on Sunday Night Football. It is next, DA, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, welcome back on this Trash Tuesday, everybody. Hit us up with your trashes on Twitter, DA on CBS, or on the phones at 855-212-4CBS. You can always watch the show on YouTube, on Twitch, or at watchda.com. For sound check, we begin with Peyton Manning, who is hosting week one of the Manning cast. This is audio courtesy of the NFL on ESPN. 
Uh, Peyton, what do you do if Rodgers is done for the night after four snaps? I got, I got nothing for you if Rodgers doesn't play. All my studying was on Rodgers' play. I was watching Packers film. I watched Cal film to get used to the jersey number. I have nothing. Were you not watching the preseason? You didn't watch all three preseason games and watch Zach Wilson play play the whole time? What are you, do, what are you funny, doing? What, it, it, you're it's, just a funny. Hey. Got to appreciate the honesty from Peyton Manning. If Rodgers goes down, I don't have anything. Now, of course, they were able to make it work, but I really wasn't watching the Manning cast. I was listening to Buck and Aikman, obviously, all night long for the regular broadcast. And it's how we all felt. Like, wait a second. I mean, how many people tuned in after the first series and never even saw Rodgers take a snap as a Jet? We're in the first series. Four snaps. He gets rolled down, slow to get up, and you're like, wow, weird. He's slow to get up. Okay. Not great when you're nearing 40 years old. All right, but... He's going to get up here just a little bit slow. You know, Rodgers might be milking this a little bit early in the game. Okay. Then he's got to be helped off. And he hobbles off. Oh, that's that's not good at all. But maybe it's an ankle sprain. Maybe he can shake it off. I mean, we saw Patrick Mahomes do this last year in the playoffs. And then when they cut back and they show him get getting taken off in the cart, like, oh, God, it's a cart situation? A cart situation? And then by the end of the night, it was likely an Achilles. Now, we don't know if it's an Achilles tear, but an Achilles injury to a 40-year-old quarterback is as devastating as it gets. So we'll wait for the official word, but at the moment, it appears Roger sees it might be over after four snaps. Let's hope not. I don't care if you're a Jets fan or not. Let's hope not. But that's just, how could it happen? How could it happen? And DA, I got to jump in and add on that Peyton didn't even know that Zach Wilson was the Jets' backup quarterback. He made no, a, really. He made a joke. He's like, "Who's their backup? Richard Todd, Ken O'Brien?" And then somebody must have said in his ear, "Zach Wilson," and he went, Is "Zach Wilson's still there?" No, swear to God. I mean, I thought that was a big storyline of Hard Knocks as well in the offseason that. Rodgers had taken Zach Wilson under his wing and that, you know, he was trying to set up Zach Wilson for success down the road and had compliments about Zach Wilson. That was kind of a big thing, wasn't it? I, I mean, I, it was to me. I said it more than once in the shows that when you were uh, when you were not here, that that either it was at some point this year, it's likely Zach Wilson's going to play a half or a game, or if you rehabilitate him, and Rodgers is great and wants to play next year, then maybe you can trade Zach Wilson in the offseason to somebody who needs a quarterback and recoup some draft assets. I thought fixing Zach Wilson was a major Jet storyline. Obviously, just never thought it was going to be needed in week in game one, half quarter one of yeah. week one. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> That's amazing. So on Sunday, okay, we saw... Pretty brutal Patriots and Eagles game. I mean, neither side comes out of that looking all that good. The Patriots fell behind early. Their offense was stagnant in the first half of the of the game. The Eagles kind of couldn't close. You had the bad fumble by Jalen Hurts. Ultimately, the Patriots had to kind of scramble at the end to put together a, a comeback. But I, I would say in terms of satisfaction, neither team should be satisfied. 
The Eagles played at a C level and escaped with a win. And the Patriots played at a B-minus level and lost the game. I mean, there was not a lot to me that either side could take away from and, and feel great. But I'm not Tony Romo. Here's Tony Romo after the game, after he called it with Jim Nance from the NFL on CBS. I think the Patriots are for real this year. This team's going to be competitive all year. There'll be a game here and there, but for the most part, no one's walking over this team. Now, maybe the hardest schedule, definitely for the division in ball. You could be a good team and not make the playoffs because of that. But we'll see. I think the Patriots are going to be just fine this year. Could you imagine watching that football game and then seeing the rest of the NFL unfold and saying, quote, I think the Patriots are for real this year. Could you imagine? Like, where would you put the Patriots in the hierarchy of AFC teams? Uh, 12? 10? I mean, they're certainly not a top eight AFC team. And in terms of the NFL, they're certainly not a top 10 team. Maybe a overall NFL power rankings, you'd put them at 16, 17, 18, maybe lower. I mean, they're 0-1, by the way. Romo's saying, I think they're for real this year. I mean, it's incredible. Like, no matter what happens, you will just have some people in the media that just will refuse to ever accept that they're a mediocre team now. And that's just the way that it is. And like... Romo, I didn't think this was great optics, before the game, taking a photo with the Kraft family. All smiles. Like, you you want to hear a compromised announcer? A guy that's friends, like BFFs with the owners of a team, watches the Patriots, that team lose, and his first thoughts are, this team's for real this year. They're not even in the playoff conversation for most people. For real? They're going to be just fine? Well, what's just fine? What's just fine? 9 and 8? 8 and 9? 7 and 10? What's just fine? How how could you? But, I mean, you know, it's Romo. It just... Can we just be honest? or Can we just say, like, these are my best friends. I don't want to say anything bad about them. Finally, yesterday, Mraz joined us after the Giants get blown out 40 to nothing on Sunday Night Football. You know, and he was forlorn. He was upset. He was he was annoyed. But we had a good laugh. You know, Bob the Deli Man still thinks that they're going to go 16-1. and one, And Mraz had to clean up Bob's bar last that night. And, you know, we just, we had a good laugh. We're all in good spirits and jovial, etc. Well, that's a totally different Mirage than what you get on the local side. I know we were supposed to have an embargo on this radio station, but we have to play this. And I think the embargo's lifted anyone just about everything. We have to play this because there is the happy-go-lucky, yeah, I'm annoyed the Giants lost, but all right, fine. And then there's the WFAN Mirage. And the WFAN Mirage is a cyborg that spits fire, that erupts molten lava, and rages, rages against other fans and other fan bases. Here is a clip from yesterday's show where a Cowboys fan called in and Mraz wasn't going to have it. 
So talk to me about closing the gap, Morash, okay? Because we we embarrassed you. Hey, Mo, how you old this. are you? Were you in pacifiers I, and diapers the last time I, your team won a Super I Bowl? I want to ask you this. Oh, yeah, bring that up because you know what the point is with that, Morash? What? Guess what? what? You're going to be 80 years old and you're going to be like, yeah, I remember 2012. Yeah, you're going to be 80 years old you're gonna be and you're too. still not going to have seen another NFC Championship too. game because your team chokes listen, every listen, single year, Mario. Celebrate opening night. You choke every year. Let's talk about last night, Mirage. What okay, are we going to talk here, about? We got our asses here, annihilated here, by you. It does not matter, Mario, long term, because so, Mike McCarthy's fat ass is going to choke into the playoff Marash, game for you, Mario. Guess what? I still got freaking Super Bowls in my adulthood. Hey, I at least live an hour from my stadium. Go move to Dallas then. What's your table? What's your table? What's your table? What is your table? Get to five and talk to me, Mariah. All right, get to then talk to me in November, Mario. Yeah. Your you sister's ass. Take a lap. You won't get there. Yeah, yeah. All right, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrate. Celebrate week one again, Mario. Celebrate. Did Mariah drop a your sister's ass? <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> and that's your sound check. Bogues. It's week one. It's one <laughs> game. That that show's been together full time now. Together, together, like all parties are on deck for one week. Officially one week after Labor Day. And Mraz is already getting roped into those types of battles with that type of fury. I don't feel good about this, Bogues. I do not feel good about the mental and emotional health of our fine, fleshy friend. Well, our sweet little Sean has walked into a world, DA, that I don't think he saw coming. A world in which people are listening and are directly affected well, by... Well, hang on. No, 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 no. I, let me I finish t- my I thought. Take, no, I take umbrage. People are no, listening here as well. Let me finish my thought. They're listening, and they are his target audience. Our folks... Our great listeners, the majority of them are not Giant fans. They get to just enjoy Sean being a pig. They are not confronted, insulted by Sean. (laughs) Half of his audience, if not more, is fighting with him. That didn't exist here. It's not. I'm not making a a reference to like audience size. I'm talking about, I guess, the demographics of who is listening. Like his his victims, so to speak, are listening. Our listeners heard him attack people that they didn't really know. They weren't necessarily (laughs) the people Sean was going after or at least in direct competition with, but that is almost the entirety of his audience now, so nobody will let him off the hook in any possible way. There's no slack. There's less enjoyment. There is immediate engagement, and there are intense responses to what he's saying. He did not have that here. He has it every single moment of every single show over there. Yeah, that's a good point. And also just the tenor of New York sports radio is anger. That's just the tenor. That's that's where you have to kind of exist, that somebody has to be fired, somebody has to be traded, somebody has to be benched, wars and feuds and things like this. And it's just not... It's not our bit over here on CBS Sports Radio. Certainly not our bit here on the DA show. So there's a villain, Mraz. There's a there's a fury, Mraz. I mean, yeah, when he would yell about the Giants or fight with a Cowboys fan in our show, 
it was fine, but I think we were all kind of giggling alongside of the audience was giggling. This is real war now. It's a it's a daily battle in the trenches. Yes. And fury and violence and darkness comes out. I don't think this is healthy. It's a week one, Bogues. Well, he normally is fueled by the hate, right? Like he's fueled by the pushback, but it was so it was less intense and it was more spread out. Now it's daily. And apparently the Mike McCarthy's fat ass sentence has gotten Dallas. Oh boy! There, you know what's in a bunch around oh their skinny asses, their fat ass, whatever asses that he's now got a second city coming after him. And again, he's just he's in a different he's in a different realm now. I don't want to say this is the big leagues. That sounds dis- dismissive to us, but it's just a, it's a different, as you said, overall tenor. And boy, he got he better look out because they are coming for him. And if this fight happens on our show, two of us, Bilotti, Boyle, whoever, are kind of giggling and laughing, and we all know it's just silly. But over there, it's like every day the group of kids pushes another kid out to get in the fight behind the school, and they all gather around and they start cheering the fight. It's just a bloodthirsty, cutthroat, who's going to fight today type of mentality. And... It's not something I could endure. It's not something I ever really thought I would want to do in sports talk, but Mraz is now square in it. He's got to roll up his sleeves and fight with people every single day. And there's no done for the day. There's no, oh, it's 6.30, I can go home now. It is in the morning, it's at night, it's during the show, it's weekends, it's his friends and family getting shrapnel. I'm surprised that you and I are not catching any kind of stray bullets here and there. Just like get your boy back in line, pull him back to the network. I mean, they are just, he gets roasted all the time, and he doesn't know how to avoid it. Well, Bogues, you know who is catching shrapnel? Nancy. Now Nancy has, she has checked in on the Twitch chat of our show. Okay. And has said that haters are posting their home address on Twitter. Oh. Come on, people. You know, I just that's that's not acceptable. It's totally not acceptable. And, you know, look, we we had fun with Mraz for nearly 11 years. But at the end of the day, man, we were all heart. We were all heart. We were all loyal. We were all had each other's backs. And, you know, the Nancy and Bob and all they're, they're my family, too. I mean, so when I hear stuff like that and Danielle, like it just it annoys me. It bothers me. It's it's just I don't know. The whole thing over there is just. It's its own beast. It is what it is. It's successful in its own right. But it's just, that's so not okay. It's like, just leave it at sports talk. Leave it at having fun and it's sports and it's not serious. Once you start getting into personal stuff and home addresses being posted and harassment and anger and stuff, it's like, what are we even doing? Why would you do this? Why would you engage in this if it forces anger upon people? It's just wild to me. All right, we are off and running on a Tuesday. Uh, Bogues, I don't know about you, but I watched last night in stunned disbelief. I was just like, this can't really be happening, right? And the way that the Bills lost and the way that the Jets won and what happened with Rodgers and Garrett Wilson's catch is like a top five catch of the season. Just like, what the hell am I watching tonight? The whole thing was topsy-turvy last night. You've got our headlines. And they're all sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Somehow, 
The Giants' 40 nothing shaming at the hands of the Cowboys is not the worst thing that happened at MetLife Stadium in the last two days. Again, the math is four snaps, one incompletion, and one likely torn Achilles in less than five minutes for Aaron Rodgers. So for now, it's your team, Zach Wilson. My job as a quarterback is I got to step up and I got to be able to be efficient as I can in that offense and a lot of emotions, right? Yeah, and some of those emotions were good ones. Somehow the Jets leaving Monday Night Football happy after Wilson helped them get to overtime where Xavier Gibson beat the Bills 22-16 with a 65-yard punt return touchdown. I just seen a ball in there. You know I had an opportunity. Secured the ball, secured the catch first, and let the team work. And after that, it just happened. Gibson is the third to use a punt return to become the overtime ending man in NFL history. There is an MRI today to confirm Rodgers' injury, but the assumption is he is done for the season. As for the Bills QB, Josh Allen threw three picks, all the Jordan Whitehead, and he lost a fumble. He is now 0-5 career in overtime, including the wow. postseason. Uh, he was back- terrible. He was terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yep. I mean, that game should have been over in the first quarter. It should have just been 17 nothing or 24-7 to at some point in time in that first half. And that was just like, okay, game is over here. And Josh Allen single-handedly kept them in the game. Uh, back on the injury front, Steelers, D-lineman Cameron Hayward may miss multiple weeks with a groin injury. Raiders wide out Jacoby Myers in concussion protocol after a vicious hit late in Sunday's win in Denver. And the Chiefs have finally solved Chris Jones's holdout. The stud D. Lyman signs a fresh deal for the coming season. It reportedly includes incentives that could take Jones past the 19.5 mil he was originally scheduled to make. This is how it always goes. The main guys don't bother with these smaller events like the World Cup. Then the World Cup doesn't go well. So the main guys want back in for the Olympics after Team USA did not win a medal at this World Cup this summer. LeBron's reportedly courting Steph and KD and Anthony Davis and others to play for gold in Paris next summer. And now we check on the AL wildcard chase. Cabrera ready. Here's his pitch. Swing and a high fly ball deep into left center field. Varsho going back to the wall. He looks up. It's out of here. Grand slam, Jonah Heim. That's how it sounded on Rangers Radio Texas. A 10-4 win over the Jays in Toronto. The Rangers jumping the Mariners, who lost to the Angels 8-5-11 and for the last AL wildcard. Toronto's only a half game ahead of Texas in those wildcard standings. The Diamondbacks rallied for a 4-3 win at the Mets to keep their game-and-a-half lead on the Giants for the last NL spot. San Francisco outlasting Cleveland 5-4 in 10. And a state judge in Washington ruled in favor yesterday of Oregon State and Washington State preventing the Pac-12 from holding a board meeting this week. Those two schools arguing that the exiting schools should not make decisions about the future of the conference. DA, back to you. All right, thanks very much, Bogues. Boy, there's a lot to get to, and I'm getting word now that Nancy Mraz's mom is just going off on Twitch, and she's not happy with some people that are (laughs) criticizing her son. And what is happening down the hall with Mraz engaging in trench warfare against Jets fans, against Mets fans, against Cowboys fans, what have you. Now it's spilled over to our Twitch chat. <laughs> so. yeah, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> We're in our safe spot. 
This is a nice, safe bosom that we enjoy <laughs> joking around and being sarcastic and eating crazy things. And... Yeah, we don't want to be in the war. That's why we're over here. That's right. Yes, we have chosen this life, which is we are not of the military. We are not on the front lines. <laughs> you don't need me on that wall. I can't be on that wall. Let me sit in my comfy chair. So there's a user named Hot Curry To Go, which sounds delicious, actually. And they wrote on Twitch, I hate Mraz. He's a hypocritical fat pig, a stained swine. And Nancy has been granted a managerial privilege credential by, by Cap on Twitch <laughs> so, that, so that people know it's the real Nancy. And now she's banning listeners. She has banned Hot Curry to go. I'm not doing Bob things has banned hot curry to go reason personal. So I PS, just Bob is banning jet fans from Bob's bar yesterday afternoon. So she actually is doing Bob things in this one regard. So it has spread. It has spread over here. The war is now over here. Oh my God. Chill out 194 says, I'm just saying he's a piggy fan and just dude. And others are going back and forth with hot curry to go. So this is happening on Twitch. If you want to go over and witness this disaster. Cap just said, Nancy, you can't ban people. And Gloria Splat replied, you can't put the hammer in her hands and not expect her to use it. <laughs> oh my god when we come back on the show can the ravens survive without jk dobbins da cbs sports radio never be that guy of oh you know i could have made it pro unless you made it pro you didn't make it, pro. It's D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. Words of wisdom. Welcome back. The D.A. show is always available on your phone. Stream us using the free CBS Sports app or the free Odyssey app. Boy, week one for the Ravens. A 25-9 victory against the Houston Texans, and yet they lose key running back J.K. Dobbins. We're talking about an Achilles injury for Aaron Rodgers last night. Potentially could end his season. We're waiting on official word. That's exactly what happened to J.K. Dobbins. Season-ending Achilles injury. But instead of going outside the organization, John Harbaugh says they will promote from within. Former Pro Bowl running back. Been a long time since those days. Melvin Gordon will get promoted from the practice squad. He will join the Gus Bus, Gus Edwards, and Justice Hill in the Baltimore backfield, they will have a three-headed monster as they move forward this season. Gus got the majority on snaps of snaps on early downs in Sunday's game, and Justice Hill was given most of the touches in the red zone. He had two touches in that game. I don't blame John Harbaugh. I don't think it's a bad thing for John Harbaugh to look within. That's a strong organization. They have always prided themselves on getting Ravens types of guys. It's a team and a roster that kind of knows what to expect. They're all on the same page. They don't usually have people pulling in opposite directions. And the running back position 
you know, as we've seen, it's like next man up. If you don't want to be here, we'll get the next guy in here. If you think you ought to be paid more, we'll just put the next guy in. There's not teams out there actively seeking these big splash acquisitions at running back. And so I don't blame the the Ravens. I think it's a smart move to replace from within. I don't know how much Melvin Gordon has, but Gus Edwards has been very good at times in Baltimore. And Justice Hill can be a good power back in short yardage situations. And I mean, the Ravens have done this with how many other positions, the cornerback position, this has happened to the, the the secondary over the last couple of years to the nth degree. So it's it's the Ravens' way of moving through it. It's, it's too bad because J.K. Dobbins is clearly their best guy and they want to be able to run the football and, you know, let Lamar Jackson do some dazzling things in new offense. But this also brings into focus that more is on Lamar's plate and more will be expected to be delivered from him. They brought in an offensive coordinator just for Lamar. They re-signed Lamar. This is the time where Lamar it's it's Lamar's offense, and he's got to make it work. And Dobbins is a really good player. But at the same time, it was already assumed Lamar has to take on more water, carry more of the water for their success. So it just it gets amped up a little bit more for him. The Ravens are always fine. I don't think J.K. Dobbins was the difference between them winning a Super Bowl or not. It just means that, you know, guys on their roster, namely their superstar who's paid like it, has to pick up more slack. That's just it. 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. Most of this morning will center around that ridiculous game last night and the fact that Aaron Rodgers went down within four snaps four freaking snaps last night and we're waiting to see maybe within the the duration of this show we will know the long-term outlook for Aaron Rodgers this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.